Hi, everybody. Welcome to Outrageous Wellness. My name is Christine Erickson. I'm a wellness coach, a personal trainer, and a psychologist. And I'm here with Kelsey and Charlotte to talk about wellness with you. Hi, I'm Charlotte Safos. I am a business person, a Reiki master, and spiritual seeker. Hi, I am Kelsey, and I am an elementary educator, a yoga instructor, and an aspiring expert of all things occult. And we're in the middle of February, which is a gross month from my perspective anyway. It's cold and it's snowy and it's not as dark as it was, you know, a month ago, but uh, but it's still pretty nasty here. Uh, so looking forward to a full moon coming up this later this week and we've and we just left mercury retrograde so that's also a good thing um, yeah, most of my job is over the internet right now and mercury rules that communication piece. yes so so our communication should become much better uh, like like all over the place, like not just, you know, over the, like the internet communication stuff, but also communicating with, uh, with other human beings on various levels. Right. <laughs> I love other human beings. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's my whole job. I, somebody posted something the other day, um, and it kind of made me giggle because they were like, Oh, my communication has been so hard. And I said to them, try it with 24 third graders. <laughs> <laughs> retrograde okay guys over the like internet creating lessons yes (laughs) it's just been madness but i will say february is kind of a fun month for teachers because we uh well we get snow days and uh i am i am very content with a good snow day good snow a good break good excuse to just sit yeah So, yeah. yeah. So full moon in Virgo uh, later this week. Um, Virgo is an earth sign. So that's a nice grounding, right? Nice grounding sign. Uh, It's uh, good for also it's a full moon. So full moons are about manifesting. New moon is when we make our intentions and set our goals. And then the full moon is when we look for uh, the fruits of our labors. So, um, so full moon in Virgo's organization and self care. We want to look at, uh, intellectual matters, employment, health and dietary concerns. So just sort of like the, the grand sweep. So uh, obviously, you know, health, health is very related to wellness. Uh, love that. Um, so you guys thoughts on that? I, uh, so uh, Virgo, oh sorry, no, Virgo, Go ahead, Virgo, get, girl. get after it. <laughs> so Virgo in my natal chart is in my fourth house, and my fourth house is all about the home. It's about my environment. And it's also grounding into yourself. So given that uh, the full moon is in Scorpio, I am going to be focusing in Virgo. What is this Scorpio stuff? You're going to confuse everybody. Why do I keep... Why do I keep doing that? I don't know. You want it to be in Scorpio. There must be something... I have a fear. You do? Oh, give it to us. 
So, and I don't, I have not fact checked this, but I was listening to a podcast at one point and I wish I could remember the exact podcast, but they had said that uh, Virgo and Scorpio were once one sign. One <gasps> and so there, over the years and things started to shift and change, Libra came in and completely cut the sign in half and created three separate signs. So, so it could be that um i i have not fact checked that so if that's completely incorrect i do apologize <laughs> uh i don't think it is i think that's probably a past life coming out when virgo and scorpio were the same sign for me so thank you so much i'd rather have that kind of astrological explanation than the fact that i'm wrong or not paying attention <laughs> or losing your mind Speaking of losing my mind, so my whole thing is to declutter. So I'm all about spring cleaning. I'm going to spring clean my house and also clearly the cobwebs in my head. (laughs) There you go. There you go. Oh, my word, I love that. So, so... Uh, for me, so my natal chart, and that's, you know, based on when I was born, um, Virgo is in the 12th house, which is the 12th house is endings, healing, closure, spirituality, solitude, karma, old age, the afterlife, limiting beliefs, and the subconscious. So that's all the fun stuff. Like the light stuff, right? All the fun stuff. (laughs) Yes. So I'm going to have quite a week, I think, here coming up, dealing with some clearing some stuff out and, you know, digging down deep and, you know, shining a spotlight on some dark places. So that'll be fun, right? Oh, I'm so glad I'm just going to be in closets instead of where you're going. You're going to be in the closets while I will be, like, pulling stuff out of the closet. I didn't realize this skeleton still existed. Yeah, exactly, right? Oh, my gosh. My full moon is occurring in my third house of communication, transportation, siblings, early education. And I obviously work in the early education sector. Mm -hmm. So I will be I'm not really sure how this is going to play out for me. Uh, but I do think it'll be interesting nevertheless. I mean, I'm in the middle of a job search, so, and applying to jobs and looking for something that will hopefully create a better existence for me than right where I am right now in this moment. Mm -hmm. Um, so everybody cross your fingers for me. I got a second interview, so. (laughs) Yes. Congratulations. Congratulations. Uh, And remember, we talked about not only letting go of clutter and things like that, but letting go of judgments, including letting go of judgments, uh, self-judgment. Yep. Yeah. In fact, um, the the sign of Virgo, the key dominant keywords with this is I analyze. And so when we think about that, Virgo can be a very judgmental sign. I know as a Virgo, I can be very judgmental. (laughs) (laughs) I literally was saying right before we got on, I am (laughs) B-O-S-S-Y. Critiques. (laughs) Yeah. It's very judgmental. (laughs) But it sits in this space of 
when you are using that criticism, use it for self-care at this point. What is bringing me life? What's good for my energy? What is not good for my energy? What do I need to release right now? And I would really encourage everybody, especially in this time of having to be at home and reevaluate our lives, take five minutes, sit down and think to yourself, what do I want in the next couple of years? How do I want my life to look? And then start kind of thinking about what's prohibiting you or keeping you from getting to that point. Mm -hmm. Well, it's worth just reevaluating things and recognizing if you're not a big astrology person and you kind of roll your eyes whenever somebody talks about it, I would say just use this as an opportunity to reevaluate things and see what's working for you and what's not working for you. Yeah, that's a great idea. <sighs> from one thing that's interesting, I think too, is from a Native American context, what we what what this moon is called. I mean, we talk about the snow moon. I think that's what most people. Uh, refer to it as because of, you know, we get a lot of snow in February, but it's also the hunger moon, the storm moon, the bone moon and the bear moon. So, you know, this time of year that it's not a lot to eat. So I think boiling bones and, you know, chewing the marrow out of, out of them for, you know, for sustenance, uh, you know, think about how fortunate we are today that we don't have to, that we don't have to be doing that. Um, that we have so much available to us, at least here, you know, where we live. That's so great. When you say the bone moon, it kind of brings up a jarring image in my head, but in a way that's, I can reflect on that a little bit more in terms of bone moon being scarce, things being scarce. And we're getting to this place in the year where things can be really scarce, but start to thinking about how we are going to spring clean and create a more abundant future for ourselves in the upcoming months. Yeah. And, and absolutely. And also the, it's interesting because the, the marrow is the inside of the bone. Right. So, yes. Christine, in terms of your 12th house going deep within, I think, I think, it, you know, it, Virgo doesn't have to be in our 12th house for us to do that now. It's, it's a it's a great time to go within, um, to meditate, to, as Kelsey said, really ask the question and think about where you know, where there are parts of your life where you can change limiting beliefs and uh, the box that you've put yourself in. Mm -hmm. So you can open the lid and start to really live in what's going to be this next vibrant spring era. I'm, I'm really excited about spring in general, and I am ready to put what feels to be a long winter behind us. And I think that probably has to do a lot with COVID. Mm -hmm. You know, we've, we've all been inside for so long. It just made it worse somehow. Mm -hmm. And it's not even that bad here in the mid-Atlantic. I mean, we really, not, not compared to, you know, the Northeast or the Northwest. So, yeah. Or what's going on in Texas right now, those poor, mm -hmm. God, I can't imagine. Yeah, what they're going through. Frankly, it's just, it's going to be interesting too how this resets us. I think collectively we are going through an energy that's like, 
what's not serving us? What are we going to do to fix it? And how are we going to release things that no longer assist us? And I really think, and this may just be an optimistic point of thinking, and I recognize I'm an optimistic being, but maybe COVID came to us in some aspect, not all, um, to help us reevaluate our priorities and find things that were important. Now, I'm saying that from a very privileged perspective, and I recognize that. And I recognize that mm-hmm. there is definitely other perspectives that have experienced a lot of hardship throughout this. Um, I'm just hoping that as a collective whole, we walk out of it recognizing what's important, what's not important, and walking into the future with a new sense of clarity. The optimist's perspective. (laughs) (laughs) And we can hope. Yes, we can hope. So, yeah. So, you know, I mean, February, we've we've we've, we've passed through Valentine's Day. And this is also, I think, a good month for paying attention to the heart chakra. Uh, what's going on with that. So uh, just thought I, we could address that a little bit, which is the, it's the fourth chakra, right? And uh, it's an open heart chakra is full of love and forgiveness and compassion. Um, and it's a spiritual place where past experiences and grievances can no longer harm us if we're in balance. So, yeah, so that seems to tie in a little bit, too, with that, you know, maybe that Virgo moon and clearing things out and clearing our closets. Right. <laughs> and also just, like, in terms of again, a collective perspective, I'm trying to like, in terms of a whole, everybody, mm-hmm. I think everybody would do good with a little heart opening, right? We're also oh, polarized yeah. right now. Yeah. Maybe we need to like create a little empathy for one another. Yeah. Well, and that, yeah. And that, that is so true, you know, because an open heart chakra is, you know, altruistic and respects others, you know, while when your heart chakra is blocked, you know, you feel disconnected. There's a lack mm-hmm. of empathy. Uh, you know, you don't trust yourself. You don't trust other people. And that kind of feels a lot like what's been going on for a little while. So hopefully mm-hmm. we can get past all of that. We can be who we are, you know, be yourself. Uh, not trying to, you know, live up to some expectation that some group puts on you, but just be yourself, you know, and think for yourself and, um, be a, be a critical thinker. Um, you know, so and that's really interesting too, because the heart chakra is right between the lower three chakras and the upper three chakras, right? So we have the 3d world and the divine and the, um, inspirational and the intuitive and the heart chakra merges those. Yeah. And so again, you know, bringing in that idea of getting the clutter out of the 3d world and bringing in all of that divine love and all of that collective love together, the heart chakra is the perfect place to do that. Yes. Oh man, but sometimes it's hard to be empathetic, and I know that. <laughs> oh, Kelsey. <laughs> but I'm saying that out loud because I want it to be very real. That it's hard to think about how are we going to open this, and I think mm-hmm. some of the ways that you can do that, quote unquote, for people who are like, how do you even open a chakra? Is to think about 
empathy in a way of putting yourself in someone's shoes. And and one meditation I use a lot in my yoga practice and in teaching uh, yoga is the loving kindness meditation. And I don't know, a lot of people might not be familiar with that unless you super are, and that's great. The meditation, though, starts with giving yourself loving kindness and like filling your cup and saying, you know, I deserve good. I deserve happy. I deserve all the things. Then you think of somebody else that you really love and you send them those wishes. And then you think of somebody you really don't like. And you send, and them, you those send them those wishes, too. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. So very, the yeah. idea of this can be done in opening a heart chakra like that is through that loving kindness meditation. And then it brings you to the collective and you, and you send out good loving kindness to everybody. So if you're looking for a practical way or a really tangible way to sit down and quote unquote, open a chakra, even if you're rolling your eyes, listening to stuff like this, it's, that's such a beautiful thing to do to just send yourself the love, to send somebody else the love, to send somebody you completely disagree with the love. Yes. And love. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, and that also reminds me of, uh, you know, last night I had, you know, my mother was over here and she was looking through my books in the living room. And I have, you know, like this book on, you know, Norse goddess, you know, mysticism. And she was like, oh, this is so stupid. I don't believe you're reading this, you know, all religions are dumb and, and, uh, and, and none of it's true. And I am, I'm a realist and, you know, and, 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 you know, and, you know, it's, and I'm sitting there thinking, well, and you're such an unhappy person too. So, (laughs) so maybe I need to send her some loving kindness thoughts. Oh, <laughs> poor mom but I do love my mom I just you know she she I think that she makes her reality more unpleasant than it needs to be you Absolutely. Know, I think so. a lot of us do. I think a lot of us mm. think Yeah. Us. A little 12th house piece, the self-limiting beliefs. Exactly. Right? Yes, 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 yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. That can mm-hmm. be so this full moon in Virgo, it's a beautiful story for the full moon in Virgo, right? Yes. Because you can start to realize what self-limiting beliefs all of us can are holding us back from being a happier person. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think so much of it is self-love mm-hmm. it's it's really about loving ourselves enough to then love others um it's it's really important and just a couple of other ways to open your heart chakra or to even just think about spring and potential and new beginnings is to bring in the colors of the heart chakra which are pink and green for all of the old preppies listening to this (laughs) (laughs) you love the pink and green um but even just you know wearing pink or green on your wardrobe even if you're not going out or uh going out and outside and just uh, cutting maybe a few branches of some green leaves um, and tying, tying it with a a pink bow. I mean, there are so many things that, that you can do that will bring in those little reminders in your environment. I'm going back to my fourth house here that uh, that'll help you to think about the potential and let go of everything that's holding you back right now. And if you're a super um, girly girl like I am, because that's just my existence, I know that about myself, 
You can paint your nails pink. You can yes, you can. Nails Mine are pink. are pink. They're chipped, but they are pink. They are I, chipped pink. I love that point. Oh. I love it. Okay, I feel like I'm Reese Witherspoon from Legally Blonde. So, <laughs> and isn't isn't there a trend in, in nail polish now where you do different colors on each nail? So yes. you could do just pink and green, pink and green, pink oh, and green. Yeah. How cool yeah. would that be? Yeah, they're very new, like matte, and it can actually do an ombre fade from. The- <gasps> Wow. Oh my gosh. Chakra nails. Oh, what a beautiful way to mix two of my major loves, right? Yes. There you go. Yeah, that's just, that's fantastic. Truly. Yes. Well, thank you guys so much. This is fun. I was like, wow. Full moon. It's February. Yeah. Yeah. So. March, though. Yeah, yeah, almost March. Mind, mind, um, yeah, my mind is blown from the ombre nails. I can't get over <laughs> it. I just, it's just the chakra nails. It's an industry waiting to have. There we you go. We're going to do like mood nails. I feel as though that should be a business. Ooh. And then whenever a chakra is out of alignment, it turns that color. Oh. Wow. Amazing. Amazing. (laughs) Amazing. I think there must be technology out there that we can apply to this uh, problem. Tune in next week when Kelsey (laughs) announces her new business strategy. (laughs) Oh my gosh, I love that. I do too. Okay. Well, to be continued. Exactly. <laughs> All right. I hope everybody has a fantastic week and uh, and 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 with smooth sailing. Yeah. And we will check back in next week and see how our how our manifestations are doing. Clean out those closets. There you sure. go. Clean Happy them Virgo out. Full moon, everybody. Woo-hoo. Woo-hoo. Bye. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs>